chilling new original docuseries on Paramount Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. To the can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. What's up, everyone? Welcome to popculture.com's group chat, where we talk about all the reality TV news that we care about and you need to know. I'm one of your hosts, Anna Rumer. And I'm Jameson Brown. And I'm Victoria. We oh, yeah, have an- I guess I do have a last name. Well, <laughs> I thought you were just going like singular nomenclature. Yeah. I'm just going to switch Ma- it up every single week. Like I'm going to keep you guys on your style, toes. Right? Just Madonna. Yeah. It's very cool. We like it. It keeps us guessing. People were like, that sounds like cool. the same girl, but is it? She introduced it <laughs> differently. And it's like, you'll never know. This yeah, is an audio exactly. medium. <laughs> uh, so we have an awesome show for you this week. Love is in the air. It's not just the Rona in the air anymore. It's love. <laughs> Thank God. We're going to talk about Dog the Bounty Hunter is engaged. And wow. that's a wild story from start to finish. So we're going to dive deep into that. Uh, Scott Disick went back to rehab for a quick second and someone took a picture of him and released it. That's gross. We'll dive into that. Uh, Keeping up with the Kardashians is going to be more like keeping up with the quarantine with a K because they are filming part of next season in quarantine and that's going to be weird and wild. We've already got some clips of it, so we need to discuss that. And then we have to break down, I think, the most interesting news of the week, uh, which is that Denise Richards' husband is an absolute lunatic. <laughs> With all due respect, we love it, but he gave a really bizarre speech at the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills dinner party the other week, and everyone is talking about it, so we will too. Uh, let's start off with the Dog the Bounty Hunter engagement information. Dog is engaged to Francie Frain. I keep wanting to call her Francie France because that's really fun, but it's Francie Frain. <laughs> Uh, it's 10 Francie months after. Francie France. <laughs> Every time I, know, I right? him, I'm like, nope, delete that C. <laughs> but uh, it's 10 months after his wife Beth passed away <laughs> due to cancer. And it's actually very perfect because Francie's husband uh, of a, a million years had died of cancer just a few months before that. So they are bond- they bonded over their mutual recent loss and uh, and they are engaged. They're going to hope to have the biggest wedding ever in dog's words. And he's thinking about having fans invited too. Wow. What? Do we know if it was, if he was talking like fans, like, like a stream or something or like literally like certain ones he would come, they'd come literally and be there physically. I have no idea. I would imagine that, especially at the state of things now, it would be a virtual thing. But I think the way that dog thinks, he's like, let's get everyone together. Let's have a party. Cause he goes all the way out all the time. Um, but Wait, didn't she not know who he was at the start of their relationship? So this is an interesting story about how they actually met. Just a couple months before, she was uh, mourning the loss of her husband. She was out with a girlfriend out on a trip in Arizona. Her friend was like, oh, Beth Chapman died. That's a bummer. And she goes, oh, who's Beth Chapman? And she told the story. And she goes, I I don't know who Dog the Bounty Hunter is. And her friend goes, oh, you, you don't know who Dog the Bounty Hunter is? Everyone knows who Dog the Bounty Hunter is. And then the next morning was like, you know what? I have a feeling from God that you two are going to meet somehow and be very important in each other's lives. Then a couple months later, she gets a call on her dead husband's cell phone uh, from Dog asking to do 
some landscaping around his house because they both live in Colorado and her husband was a landscaper. And she called him back. It's like, my husband is no longer with us. And they, he was like, my wife just died. And they talked on the phone and and fell in love that way. So it's actually a really sweet story. Yeah, no kidding. That's that's wild. Right? Isn't that serendipitous? Yeah. You know, okay. I got to say, I'm super happy for him, but I'm a little shocked that he moved. And listen, I say this with all respect to anyone. I've never dealt with this. I I feel like people move on at their own time. Some people take longer than others. Totally get that. But I am a little shocked considering how close he and Beth were and all the things that he was saying before she was passing. I am shocked that he moved on so quickly. I'm happy for him. I'm very happy for him. But I was a little shocked. I was too until he was talking about it and he was saying, you know, I've never lived without a woman by my side. And if you look back, even his past relationships, he really hasn't been single for any extended period of his life. And now being in his 60s, I can imagine that, you know, 60 years on in your life, you go, oh my gosh, I'm totally, and I'm not alone, but don't have that kind of partnership. So I was surprised Mm -hmm. with what he was saying, but then looking back on his history, it's like, well, that would make sense. You'd be looking for some kind of companionship. Yeah. No, I guess that makes sense. I'm happy for him though. How long did they, and they were together before they got engaged for 10, it's been, I mean, I know the time period has been 10 months since Beth passed away, but when they, when dog and it's Francie. Yeah. Yeah. They, well, they started dating uh, this year. That's this year, okay. the cryptic answer that they're giving us. So gotcha. five months, it could be one month. Okay. Uh, I mean, we found out about it in March. Uh, that's when they went public with it. But I think they'd been dating for a few months prior to that. And then who knows when they were just talking on the phone friendship. I think that was maybe in October when he gave her a call. So it's it's definitely a whirlwind, but also they're both in their fifties and sixties. If you don't know what you want at that point in your life, you know? <laughs> yeah. really. Yeah. <laughs> well, and his daughter too has been really supportive. Mm-hmm. Bonnie, he reposted something. I think it was last night yeah. um, or two nights ago on Instagram um, where Bonnie was kind of defending him, just telling everyone to like, just let her dad live his life. You know, he's been through so much. And right. so it's really and nice because usually if you think of a situation like that, you kind of wonder, are the kids on board with this? But it sounds like at least Bonnie is. I don't know how his, his you know, sons feel, but she is. I think it's a good well, point too. Bonnie like is- that, like that trusting, like, like those family members are like good barometers. Cause I remember the first the lady what was angel moon moon angel like, yeah moon angel kind of excuse me i reversed it, side to it they, yeah like the like the family the daughters like they specifically were like we you know are do not agree with this etc but now it yeah. seems like you know between bonnie lisa everybody really really you know likes uh likes francie and like they're super supportive of it and they they're all like kind of championing it on so that's pretty cool to see. Mm-hmm. yeah lisa has been very supportive of it and then bonnie was very supportive of it. And that kind of speaks for another level to me because she's Beth's biological daughter as well. So that holds another kind of level of approval there. And then Francie came out and talked about it when asked, you know, do you think you're moving too fast? She's like, we were both put in each other's lives at a very difficult time in our life. We both have this in common. We're in love. What's the holdup basically. So yeah. Yeah. Go for yeah, it. Good for them. Go for yeah. it. I can't wait for, for that them. wedding. It's going to be fun. I know. <laughs> I, I think that's going to be um, a delight. And Francie seems really nice. I follow her on Instagram now, and she posts a lot of pictures of like nature and her journal. So 
Oh, what are you going to do? Love that. I love nice. her hair too. Her hair is so fun. She does have, and this actually brings me to one point. People keep saying that Francie and Beth look alike. They do not at no. all. They're both no. just blonde women. And that is as not a blonde true. woman myself, we don't yeah. look alike. Okay? <laughs> just saying. Yeah. What are you trying to say? All blonde people look alike? <sighs> Sometimes, yeah, people are just like, wow, they look exactly like each other. I'm like, look past (laughs) the hair, look to the face. No, they don't. (laughs) Moving on. So um, (laughs) let's move on to the most breaking Keeping Up with the Kardashians news. Uh, Earlier this week, we found out that Scott Disick, who's Kourtney Kardashian's ex, they have a bunch of kids together. He checked himself into a rehabilitation center in Colorado we found out kind of a gross way. There were some pictures taken of him there that were released to the paparazzi. And that's gross because he's in rehab and you shouldn't be taking pictures of him there. That's a HIPAA violation. Yep. And just messed up. Um, as soon as the pictures went public, he checked out of rehab, which is a good decision because clearly that place doesn't have his best interests in mind. Um, but he was uh, originally, people were saying he was in there for cocaine and alcohol abuse issues, but his lawyer quickly shot that down, said, no, 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 he's in there because he's dealing with some of the emotional trauma stemming from when his parents died back in 2013, 2014, just three months away from each other. Apparently he still is dealing with some issues uh, surrounding that. And I know he's talked about that on the show. So I, uh, I kind of hope that he gets to go back to some kind of facility and continue that undisturbed if, if he hasn't already. Yeah. Yeah. That makes me really sad for him. When I was looking at this story and writing stories about it, like it just made me really sad. I was like, you know, everyone, I feel like so many people want to be in, you know, a famous person's shoes. But then when it comes to stuff like that, it's hard not to just want to sympathize and be like, dude, they're just trying to go to rehab Mm -hmm. and help themselves and they should feel safe there, you know, and, and how many big named celebrities go to rehab, you know, and they don't have all of their details exposed. So that made me really sad to hear that about Scott, because as someone who has watched this show from day one, you know, we've fans have just seen him literally go through the ringer with mm-hmm. his struggles in the past with alcohol when he and Courtney were together, right. which was a right. leading, you know, cause to ultimately their breakup because he just could not get his stuff together. But then in recent years, we've seen a totally different Scott, the kind of mm-hmm. Scott that doesn't want to go to the clubs and get paid to be, you know, seen out. He just wants to hang with his kids and, and be the cutest little dad ever and work on his little house projects. And so that makes me really sad that somebody would do that. And and I agree with you, Anna. I hope that he gets into a different facility and, and can find the help that he needs. Cause I don't think he ever really dealt with that trauma with his parents. Right. Trauma too. That's major trauma. So like to, you know, I completely agree with, with both of you. I mean, there's a huge believer in privacy, especially in a matter like this, that's, that is this sensitive, um, you know, that, that first place clearly didn't have his best interest, uh, you know, in, in mind. So I'm glad, I hope he's finding a place that will actually really truly keep that quiet, private, and, and, and he can stay there as long as he needs. I, it makes me think, I mean, did that place, I'm assuming that there was an inside person who probably had a tip off at some point from that first place. Well, I was going to say the, I think it was the CEO and the president of the facility came out and made a statement saying that they were willing to take legal action once they found out who was Mm -hmm. the person responsible. But as for who, whether it was a staff member or somebody that was actually in the facility, 
you know, that maybe like recently got out or, you know, whatever. Cause I don't think when you're in re, I don't know, can you have access to your phones? I don't think that you, it depends on the kind of facility yeah. that you're in. It, oh, okay. They're varying strictness, but uh, yeah, well, Scott's team said that they thought it was a staff member and that's why mm. they came out and said, we will take legal action if it is a staff member, but you're right. It could be someone who's there and possibly has access to a, a phone or something like that. But I would hope it wasn't someone who was also there. Cause then they would really understand <laughs> the level of empathy that they would be needing. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I'm interested to see how this will play out. I really hope that it works out. I mean, it should work out in Scott's favor, you know, that legal actions taken and that he can go to a different facility, you know, if he is willing to go back, I mean, that's kind of, that's traumatizing in and of itself. You go to a place that you feel safe and secure and then you realize that you're not, I mean, you know, I know they're like open about up about you, like your most traumatic moments in life and there's a camera in your face. A hard pass, actually. That's normal (laughs) life where there's a camera in my face. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully. It's just wild. He's been very open about his struggles over the years with substance abuse and with emotional Mm -hmm. problems. So I'm kind of curious to see how this will either play out on keeping up with the Kardashians or if it won't, maybe this is where he draws the line, especially as he is and Courtney get to be more private about their children's lives. Well, and it's being said too, that Sophia, his girlfriend, Sophia Ritchie is being mm-hmm. extremely supportive of his situation. And um, it was reported that she actually leaned on Courtney for a little bit of help, you know, kind of prior to him getting back into rehab saying, mm-hmm. you know, what do I do? You know, this and that. And so I think she and Courtney have worked together. I think everyone has his best interest at heart. Um, but I'm really happy to hear that he has someone that he's able to lean on during, you know, such a tough time. Yeah. I mean, I know I make fun of her for being like 17 all the time. She's not 17. <laughs> she's like 22. I forget. <laughs> I make fun of her for that, but she does seem like a real big sweetheart. And she yeah. really does. When they first got together, I was like, huh? What? I don't think so. Yeah. But well, I think we all were. We were like, right? this is not going to last past three weeks. <laughs> right. But now it's been years and they, you never hear anything bad about them. So I'm glad yeah. that they found a supportive partnership in each other, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Uh, But but let's take a quick break and then we'll come back to some more Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Uh, Just we'll cleanse our palate and return return with more (laughs) of the Kardashians' delicious dessert. Exclusively on Paramount Plus, get ready to explore like never before. Swiper knows swiping. Oh, man. Swing into action. We need your help. With a girl who put adventure on the map. I don't think I can do it, Dora. I'll protect you, Boots. Together, we got this. Todos juntos! Dora, the brand new series. Stream with your family now, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. All right, we are back and we are still talking about the Kardashians because (laughs) it's 2020 and they are basically our leaders. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Keeping up with the Kardashians, just recent season just came to a close. And at the end of the last episode, we got a tease of next season. The seasons break up really weird because sometimes they're like two halves of a whole season. So I'm not sure if it's got a different number, but it doesn't really matter. It's not for a while. Coming in the fall. But it's going to be really interesting because you can see in what is shot that half of it is going to be shot by camera people and very normal. And then once the coronavirus uh, pandemic hits, it is all self-shot. And they're talking about that. They're all sheltering in place. They're doing Zoom calls with one another. And that's being filmed. 
I am very interested to see how that affects what is covered in the show. Well, I'm also wondering too, depending on where we as a society, as a world are at with this pandemic, let's say, let's just assume everything is lifted sometime this summer and we start to resume, huh? Fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. We're allowed our freedom again. And, and the murder hornets don't get us. <laughs> and we don't die by murder hornets because Lord knows we're going to run out of toilet paper all day again. Oh my gosh. Um, I just, I'm wondering, I feel like it would be, yes, it would be interesting to watch, but I feel like people, it's going to be so close to home for so many people. I wonder if people are going to be that much more intrigued to watch or whether they're not because it's a little traumatizing to watch us all go through the pandemic again. Oh, that's a good point. I hadn't thought about that, but you're right. I super don't want to watch that and we're not that far into it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I love the Kardashians till the day I die, but after all of this, I'm like, I don't even know if I want to watch someone go through that again because this has all just been too fresh and, you know, but it will be interesting to see, you know, kind of how they shoot it, you know, on their cell phones. Well, and it's interesting because kind of to that, the thing that I want to watch even less than people going through the coronavirus pandemic is rich people going through the coronavirus pandemic because they're in their complexes and uh, I guarantee there will be some complaining that strikes people the wrong way. I can Mm -hmm. pre-write those backlash stories. (laughs) (laughs) Start now, Anna, you're going to have a long list. Seriously. So that's going to be tough to watch, but I'm interested more in if they have control over the camera itself, what that will mean for the content that's included. I know as EPs, they're pretty much in control of what happens on camera anyways, but them having Mm -hmm. that little extra bit of control with actually when they turn on and turn off the cameras. I wonder if that's going to give us a kind of a... And and we're used to watching the Kardashians like go places and do things. And like, that's what creates so much of the talk and the hype and the drama. Mm-hmm. Now they're just like in their houses, which don't get me wrong, watching Kim. Car- I mean, we talked about this weeks oh, ago her house about Kim Kardashian. Oh. Yeah. Like Kardashian. I don't want to be in that house. <laughs> it is very like, so like spooky. neutral and just oh. spooky. Yeah, it is. I mean, I appreciate the minimalism, but like, I think it's a little bit too much. There's minimalism and then there's where's the soap in your bathroom. Like, (laughs) yeah, they have nothing on their counter either in their bathroom. Their bathroom is gorgeous. And like the counter is just like nothing. It's it's horrifying. Where do you keep your items? I know you have items. You're rich. I know. Where's your toothbrush? Where's the toothpaste? Where's the floss? But I wonder what they're going to, how they're going (laughs) to (laughs) create, how they're going to create the drama. You know, is there going to be drama or are we just going to let, the coronavirus be the drama because so I feel like people are going to get sick of, of watching that. There's two pieces of drama that they've already teased. One is Kylie hinting that someone close to them has coronavirus. Mm. Um, yeah. I'm not sure that could be such a twist though. And it could just be because Chris Jenner got tested and didn't have it. And I feel like maybe she's speaking in hypothetical in that clip mm-hmm. and she's talking about her mom and then she doesn't have it. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, it could be someone else. But the big drama I feel like is going to come from Tristan Thompson and Khloe Kardashian are quarantining together, as we see in the footage. And both Scott and Kris Jenner are accusing them of hooking up with one another. Okay, which, no, that would, which, that would be, a, be intense. What did okay. we talk about a couple of weeks ago? We're geniuses. They're prepping our geniuses. minds to be okay with them being back together, but really we're not. Uh-huh. Yeah. So there was a, like a family Zoom call where uh, Scott asked if 
Chris thought that they were hooking up and she goes, oh, a hundred percent. And then Chloe's like, no, I'm not. But uh, they definitely are. Come on, guys. It's a quarantine and people are just being like, well, we got nothing else to do. So you're stuck in the house with a guy that you were going to marry. And then he betrayed you several times. And you're talking potentially about having second like more kids with right and confronting your own mortality like that's happening guys i bet a lot of money on it like five dollars mm-hmm. that's a lot <laughs> <laughs> like five whole dollars that's a lot in quarantine bucks <laughs> it is. Yeah, but i think it would be interesting to see the dynamic shift and <clears throat> see if if i were in charge of what people got to tape me for i would only tape the best of myself and not me punching my sister in the face. Like, are we going to see? Yeah, like, are we going to see Kylie without makeup? Because those pictures that surfaced recently, no. which I appreciated 100%, but I would like to see some of these women look, you know, day to day. Bring on the quarantine look. I know what I look like in quarantine. I can't assume it's that different for you guys. Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You're not showering every day either, Kim. Get no. Out Especially if she's escaping to her guest bathroom to get away from her kids. Like, you know, she's losing her mind right now. If I see someone with a fresh blowout, I will lose it. <laughs> <laughs> same girl, same. <laughs> Just in life and on TV. <laughs> yes. Speaking of uh, some very interesting TV that just happened, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills I, I think I've mentioned this in the past, but they're killing it this season, which is very surprising. But last mm-hmm. week's episode was absolutely bananas in that we had, like, Beverly Hills always has these crazy dinner parties, a la the psychic who told everyone that she knew when she was going to, when everyone was going to die. Like, there's a lot of weird dinner parties in Beverly Hills. But this week's is one for the books. It's instantly iconic. Housewives fans are freaking out because... Aaron Fippers, who is Denise Richards' new husband, they just got married a couple years ago, two years ago, I think. Someone asked him what he did. We knew he was in medicine. He's not a doctor, but we knew he was in medicine. And his response, it has been fully typed out and is circulating. People are recreating it on TikTok because it's the most bananas thing I've ever heard. Basically, he says that everything we know about disease is a lie. Cancer is actually protecting us. From what? I'm not sure. He didn't really make that clear. He regrew his own Achilles tendon without real uh, traditional medicine. Um, And he accused, there's something about nuclear bombs that fits in. Can't tell you how that fits in, but it does apparently. And then he accused a quote unquote big pharma of following him and Denise Richards around on a day-to-day basis, at which point they cut to a screen of him being like, there's that car behind us again. And her going, oh. it's like, th- those are the camera people that are filming you for the reality show that you're on guys. <laughs> oh my. Listen, it's here's my so thing. Weird. I haven't read the whole thing. It's so but weird. You have to. I, but in what you've told me, you know, listen, I'm a person who is all about doing some natural methods of, of healing, but there is an extent <laughs> where it's like, okay, medicine is required. Doctors are needed. Let's use them. <laughs> well, and it's it's not even that. Like you can rub essential oils on stuff all day. I have no problem with it. But it's just him <laughs> being like, no, 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 no. The cancer is good. We need the yeah. cancer. And I can regrow my own body parts because I can. It's like, wait, what? That's yeah, what that's what I'm confused about. Who are you when helping? Did, 
Yeah. Do, do we know? Do we know like the specifics like of his actual practice and business, like name, anything like that? Or is that blinded? Like, it's his own practice. So yeah. okay. it's like Beverly Hills nonsense, but it, it was interesting. It was super bizarre. He Denise kind of shut it by big pharma. Yeah. And Oh, and then it was so creepy because she was telling him, she was whispering to him, like, don't talk about it. Stop talking about it. And then he kept whispering back. She's protected. She's protected. And it was so funny because Kyle Richards' husband, Mauricio, admitted that he got super high before the meal. <laughs> so he's sitting there looking at Aaron like, uh-huh, yeah, uh, wait, what? It like slow it like slowly hits him that the this is like bizarro talk. Is it like kills his high. And usually a high per- if you can't get a high person to get on board, I don't know what you're doing, you know? He was the only one even trying. Everyone else was like, Oh you're not a doctor, right? And he oh, and Mauricio man. was like, Well, uh, let me mm, no, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Interesting. It was That's super weird. weird this whole thing. Well, and the funny thing is, I was thinking about it afterwards. I was like, Well, are we surprised that Denise Richards' new husband is weird? No. Her old husband, Charlie Sheen, was also super weird. I mean, Charlie Sheen is like the king of this stuff. Come on. Yes. Denise is also pretty like out there too, though. Yes. Well, now (laughs) I, now I definitely think that I didn't know too much about her personal life beforehand, but she actually gave an interview for Bravo afterwards where she was saying, yeah, no, I stand by him. I believe what he's saying, but it just wasn't the right space to talk about it. Clearly people weren't receptive. And I was like, okay, Denise. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, I went back when I was like huge on um, the Real House- Housewives of Beverly Hills. I went on like a Denise Richard, like obsession. I think it was like the first year that she was on the show. Last year. I yeah. just became like, was it last year? Yeah. That was I know. Quarantine it time like got me all messed up. I thought it was like at least three years ago. Anyway. Oh, three years ago. <laughs> We're still just here. <laughs> um, I don't even know what day of the week it is, honestly. Yeah. Um, so I became like super, super obsessed with Denise because I was like, oh my God, what has she been doing? And I remember when her and Charlie Sheen were just like, you know, going their separate ways and when he got all weird. And so I was just like doing so much research and it was then that I realized, I was like, I feel like Denise is a little off a rocker though. I just Yeah, and she's delightful. I really like her on the show, yes. but I think everyone going into that dinner was really a big Denise stan. And people still are, but now that it's just a different lens to me. Yeah, through. Different, different kind of stan now. So it's like, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, and listen, if housewives were all very normal, rational people then they would be no fun to watch on tv so bring on there you go oh and and he said nuclear which is like my pet peeve in life yeah (laughs) shut it down now now i just now i just have this like mental picture of both of them at like the storm raid area 51 like like wearing the tinfoil hat just like for some reason when you were describing this like i just see them at like the front gate with the little guard there with the the you know thing that goes up and down and oh yes a hundred people were posting so many there's so many funny memes about it one was like you know the still from signs where they're all actually wearing the tinfoil hats yes, yes. denise and her family watching this this episode play back <laughs> like, yeah that's hilarious it's been very good so I if you that. haven't looked up the full speech 
<laughs> I wish I could do a dramatic reading for you, but it is so long. So I will refrain, but just look it up. People have transcribed next, it. Next week, you should take the the key, just juiciest bits and have a live reading on here. I will Ooh. try my best, but the whole thing is so, like, it's basically one sentence. It's so wild. I'll send oh, great. Because it, it is the weirdest stuff. But yes, we, we can definitely have a dramatic reading because... <laughs> I'm down for that. It'll be funny. <laughs> uh, and with that, let's move on to our pop culture picks of the week. Do you guys have anything that struck your fancy this week? Struck our fancy well, <laughs> Jameson, we I, know you got one. Yeah, I, uh, our boy uh, Elon Musk uh, and uh, what and wife is it just Grimes? It's Grimes, just, yeah, just Grimes, just one. Okay, uh, uh, she had a, uh, a baby, and the name specifically was of interest Super to fantastic. me, which mm. was I'm trying to look up all the letters because I forgot them, but it's, it's like X A E, but A E squished together, squished it's like together, Indian thing A dash twelve. Twelve. Yeah. So the fact that that was, you know, when I first saw that come through, it just, you know, it's, is it the onion? Is it, you know, not is, but no, it's real. It's real. Can we, can we all agree that this might be the most unique celebrity child name? Well, I was thinking back, remember when Gwyneth Paltrow named her child Apple and everyone lost their minds for like a decade? I think we owe her an apology. That's That's what I'm saying. You know, Gwyneth is like sitting back with her feet up and being like, hey, remember that one time y'all thought I was weird? At least mine was a noun, guys. This is nothing. (laughs) Well, and the interesting thing about the the baby name is that they actually can't (laughs) name it that because in California, you can't name your child anything with numbers or weird symbols in it so the ae squished together that's not right, gonna fly so. and the 12 is not gonna fly so maybe their backup is like jeff or something we'll find out <laughs> <laughs> jeff bob they'll just go super basic well it was either it. this or bob like it was one of the two right so like that's what <laughs> but it, it's, it's named after so he's he's teased he liked a tweet that he theorized it's pronounced ash archangel about it, it's like the pronunciation of the word and some kind of part of Scandinavia and then his favorite plane probably and then I mean, but then she also tweeted out a different way of pronouncing it so I don't know if they're on the same page uh, I don't think uh, they only are. only Elon Musk would this is something that would stem yeah. from I mean anyways their baby I, cyber truck uh, yeah I'm just <laughs> uh, yeah for real right that that's windows don't work so there's that yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was fantastic I've enjoyed every single meme about that <laughs> Um, well, to keep on the Elon Musk train, um, <clears throat> love the idea. Track, please, yes, um, love that he and Tom Cruise might potentially be making a movie in outer space. Oh my god, that's my pick of the week. <laughs> I'm exhausted. As if Tom Cruise can't like just show off enough with being like, "Yeah, I'm in." I don't even know how old he is. Like 50, 40, something. Who knows? He's doing like his own. Even a person. He's a cryptid at this point. Yeah, like doing his own stunts. And he's like, I want to jump off the roofs and do all this and go skydiving and do live action scenes and helicopters where we could potentially crash and die because that wasn't good enough. We're going to shoot in space. Oh That's my, my gosh. Favorite. I think that'd be well, so cool. Well, I hope they don't take Elon Musk's SpaceX rocket because it'll blow up before it gets off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> no, they'll actually strap themselves to the baby, which is actually just a jetpack. Hey, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, we I are really ripping on Elon super, Musk right now. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I know. Okay, yeah. Elon, we thank every you for your technology. You just make it so easy for us to have fun. 
he mm-hmm. has his own demons to face that we won't discuss on the podcast. But mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> mine, moving away from him, is uh, the Summer House finale was the first virtual reunion that I have seen. And I have to say, it went pretty well. I've been very nervous because we've got Real Housewives of Atlanta virtual reunion coming up and pretty much all of the reunions are going to be virtual from now on. And as someone who loves a reunion, I was thinking Mm -hmm. that sounds like a a disaster because I've been on a Zoom call with more than four people and no one could hear what anyone was saying. But not only was the episode entertaining, the the Zoom call went off without a hitch. So bravo, you never disappoint, except for when you do. And that makes us sad, but not today. (laughs) That show is so entertaining. It's so good. It's so good. It's giving me everything that Vanderpump is no longer giving me. So (laughs) thank you so much. I need drunk young people making bad decisions. Well, like the, in the, I was, I've been nervous too about like the reunion episodes type stuff with, with this format now. Um, But before, like with Summer House and then before that Parks and Rec did their kind of like little thing. And it was awesome it was i thought it was i thoroughly enjoyed it so like you know cautiously optimistic about some of our shows kind of shifting you know formats and it's still being good but i think what's going to be interesting about real housewives though is like versus a parks and rec parks and rec is just like a fun happy reunion i feel like you know real housewives they're all ready to just jump down each other's throats so i feel like this is going to force some of them to actually sit back and listen you know, before no. they speak. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wishful thinking. They yelled at each other on Summer House and it worked fine. So I'm sure they oh. yelled at each other on Real well, Housewives. Good. I mean, I to watch these women calmly sit there and discuss their issues. That's insane. I want someone to throw a table. <laughs> or, or a computer. <laughs> or a computer. Yeah, just get done. <laughs> I would love that. That would be iconic. The first housewife to throw their laptop has my fealty for the rest of their stint. Better start a (laughs) pre-write. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, that's going to be it for us this week. Don't forget to follow popculture.com. We've got all your up-to-date news. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Anna Rumor. I'm at Jameson G. Brown. And I'm at V. McGottamy. Drop us a rating, a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. You can subscribe if you don't want to have to seek us out every week, because that sounds painful. You know, just just subscribe. Do yourself a favor. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Should you ever set foot outside of the motel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow, now streaming on Paramount Plus, only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan.